Welcome to the Decide Your Legacy podcast, helping individuals and businesses unleash their potential. Join us every episode as host Adam Gregg discusses what is holding us back and how to find hope for moving forward. Along the way, we discuss developing healthy relationships and navigating life transitions while overcoming fear, stress, and anxiety. Live the life you want, the legacy you decide. Hey, welcome back to the Decide Your Legacy podcast. This is episode number 14, and today we're going to talk about life purpose, how to discover and clarify yours and why you should do so. So oftentimes people come to me because they feel stuck. They don't know what's next. They have a lot of options potentially, but they can't find that clarity that they're looking for that can help them to have the motivation to move forward. So that's what we're talking about today, how to figure out that how to get that clarity so you can go ahead and overcome those challenges and obstacles. So you'll leave here today at the end of this podcast with three benefits to clarifying your life purpose and then three tips, three tools, three steps you can take to clarifying your life purpose. I, at the beginning of every episode, am deciding and trying to answer some questions. So as you listen to this podcast, feel free to send me questions. I will try to answer them in future episodes. I got a couple questions I wanna answer today. One is a common one that I get. It's, Adam, you seem to have things figured out in some way. How do you do that? How do you how do you stay? How do you find the clarity in your own life? Well, first of all, you know, people put counselors, pastors, teachers, people that speak on a pedestal, and they shouldn't because I'm just like you. In fact, I may have had bigger struggles in my life over the last three, four, five years than most people have, or at least than a lot of people the listening have had. And maybe it appears that I have some things together, but I struggle. I'm a fellow traveler. And uh, as you listen to me, hopefully you'll get more of that sense. And that a lot of times is helpful just to know because then you can kind of look at me and say, hey, he's been there. He's been through some things. So that's my best answer to that question. And then the second one here is I feel like I've missed out on my calling and I feel like I'm too old to change. What do I do now? Okay, I think everyone has moments where they feel like they can't change and it's too late or I've made so many mistakes or whatever. And that actual focus, that negativity can be a major distraction from keeping you from getting that clarity that you're looking for. In this episode today, I'm gonna address that. I'll tell you though, you won't feel that way once you discover and have clarity about your purpose. You won't feel like you can't change. In fact, you'll be compelled, you'll be propelled to doing whatever it is that you know now I need to do, whether it's just being different engagement as a grandfather or starting a business or volunteering or that one thing that's you, that you're that is your calling. So stay the course. Don't give up. I'm Adam Gregg. I'm a family therapist. I'm a life coach, mental health professional. I help people, and my purpose in my life is to help people find that transformational clarity that will move them forward and to overcome their biggest fears that are holding them back. And we do that through relationship, by engaging relationship. I talk about stuff in a way, at least I hope, that you could explain it to a six-year-old child and they would understand what you're discussing. I don't want it to be complicated. I want it to make sense so you could actually convey the message to somebody in a very basic way. That's my goal today, is to talk about a very important topic in a very simple way. I got a call once from a client 
or from a potential client saying that, and they were stressed, they were anxious, they were terrified, in fact. They were a biology and major, biology major in college, believe they were in their third year in school, and they had regrets about going down this direction. They thought they were gonna be a doctor like one of their parents, and they knew it wasn't the right step for them. It caused them a great deal of anxiety. They wanted to talk about this. They almost didn't feel like they had the freedom to change. They let so many people down. This happens. They were not living aligned at that moment with their life purpose, and they needed to get that figured out so they could head in the right direction. It was causing tremendous anxiety. People often, at least I used to, often ask people randomly sometimes what they thought their life purpose was. And that question would baffle them. And then I would ask them if they felt like it would make a huge difference if they had it figured out. And usually people could not, I'd find about 10% of people could actually tell me, yeah, I know this is what I was made to do. I know this is my calling. And then most people though could, would say, I would suggest 90% of people would say, yes, if I figured it out, it would make a huge difference in my life. So only 10% knew what it was, 90% said it would make a huge difference in their life. Your life purpose is your reason for existing. And we have a secondary life purpose, which is what we're talking about today, and a primary life purpose. All people's primary life purpose, unless they're a serial killer, a sociopath, unless they're really demented, is to help the world become better, is to make other people's lives better, is to impact the world, to love people, to transform the world. And their secondary purpose is their specific way. It's what makes them unique, their unique way of improving the lives of people their unique way of actually helping the world become a better place. I like to help people whittle it down to get a statement, a life purpose statement in 10 words or less that will help them to remember every day what they're doing, what their secondary life purpose is. That's the thing that's gonna motivate them and propel them. So here's some examples of real, real examples from people, people I've worked with, to inspire kids to love and learn about the great outdoors. Life purpose statement, to bring music to life through dance to the uninspired. That actually didn't come from a client. It came from a random person that I met at a coffee shop, and they had that. That was pretty cool. Another one, helping parents connect with their children through photography. Life purpose statement. Fourth one here, teaching people to love the game of golf for a lifetime. And, you know, they word this in a way that's going to help them motivate them every day that this is my purpose, this is why I exist, this is gonna help me to move through the muck and to deal with difficult situations and to make those hard decisions in my life. That's it, right there. When you figure out your life purpose, everything changes because now you know. You'll forget it, I will say, but now you know. Now you know this is why I exist. People confuse purpose with mission. Your life purpose will never change. You discover it, you clarify it. It's something that is always has always been a part of you, I believe, and then you live it out through your mission. So if your life purpose is, for example, teaching people to love the game of golf for a lifetime, well, your mission might be to be a PGA pro on tour, possibly. It might be to be a PGA teaching pro. It might be to run a golf store. It might be to make golf videos. Maybe not even giving instructions. It may be to sell merchandise related to golf. It may be <clears throat> that you write books about golf. You're not actually a professional, but you're writing books about golf that are gonna inspire people to learn about golf. I don't know what it is for you, but that's your mission. Your mission is gonna change. Your life purpose is not. 
One of the major benefits to discovering your life purpose is for emotional and physical health. Mental, emotional, and physical health. We have so many thoughts every day, and I've shared this before in previous episodes. Just go back and listen, and you'll see. I talk a lot about our perspective and our thinking, but by some estimates, we have 60 to 80,000 unique or thoughts per day. When you clarify your life purpose, your mind starts to focus your thinking on the right things. So it goes from all these random, all over the place kind of thinking, negative possibly, anxious possibly, to zeroing in on, okay, this is my life purpose. I'm going to learn about this. I'm going to do this. The mind needs something to focus on. In fact, if you read a book, especially if it's related to something you're really passionate about, you'll find you just tune in and the whole world kind of melts away. <laughs> you know, your worries kind of melt away. You can get so focused because you love this specific topic so much, you're going to zero in. And that purpose comes through. I had, a cli- I had a client who was a combat veteran. And he came to be anxious, uh, had been through some real trauma. And that was propelling him to actually visit with me, was the trauma. Through the process, he realized that he loved, absolutely wanted to become an attorney. And he went, in fact, started to explore in that situation ways that he could go back to school and get it. He had his bachelor's degree, but to get his to get his doctorate as an attorney. And and he, in fact, you know, years later, he called me and he uh, we talked about it and he had done exactly that. But I just remember so clearly the moment in that session when he decided that this is what I was made to do. Everything started to change for him because he zeroed in on that thing that he was created to do. I have a daughter named Emerson and she's getting ready to actually, well, in January, she turned 14. I remember for her, um, once she wanted to get a guinea pig and her mom, we decided that, okay, uh, let's let her get a guinea pig. And I remember she started to save every dime that she earned. She started to save her extra birthday money. Um, everything that she had was going towards that guinea pig. And and she did it. She zeroed in on it. And I think there were a lot of clues to that experience there because she took very good care. In fact, the guinea pig is, he's an old guinea pig now, but I think he's, I think he's seven years old now, in fact. But um everything, her her energy, her focus just went into getting this guinea pig. And I still think to this day, I mean, she's clarifying her life purpose, but animals inspire her. She loves it. And she does a great job of focusing on animals. Quote by Blaise Pascal, we must learn our limits. We are all something, but none of us is everything. We focus on that thing and it cuts away the fluff. We figure out what our purpose is. So second benefit, focused and productive living. We get focused and we start to produce. It's a map. Our purpose is a map. It's like asking Siri for directions and she gives you the right directions. I know sometimes she doesn't give me the best directions. I think she's a little bit delayed, but often she does. You, it leads you in the right direction and it gets you, it helps you to see that destination and to fill the gap between where you are now and where you actually want to be. You don't waste time. I love coffee. If you know me, I do. And so coffee to me, to make a good cup of coffee, you got to have a good filter. And that filter takes away the bad stuff and it leaves the good stuff, the coffee. It takes away the grinds, leaves the good stuff. So when you have a life purpose statement, it filters out all the bad stuff. Who do I hire? Where do I live? What do I do next? What job do I take? It helps you persevere through setbacks and roadblocks. The word decision, I love. I've named my business, Decide Your Legacy. Using that word, it makes a huge difference for me. And so 
I've been told the word comes from the Latin word scissore, which means to cut. Love this. So think of the word scissors or incision. You're cutting away the bad stuff. You're leaving the good stuff. There's so many distractions. Your life purpose cuts away the junk. It leaves you the good stuff. When I started a business, I knew it was the right thing to do. My purpose, as I've mentioned, is to help people close the gap from where they are now to where they actually want to be, to find the clarity that they need to close that gap, to help them overcome the fears of the things that are in that gap from where they are now to where they actually want to be. When I started the business, I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't know. In fact, it was my wife who who told me, you got to talk to an accountant and you need to get an attorney. I just knew I wanted to quit my job and actually jump in. And I ended up sharing an office with her. Um, I ended up getting an office through my pastor um, as we expanded with really low rents in a location that probably didn't make a whole lot of logical sense, but I just knew it was what I was supposed to do. I would have these days where all I would do was market until everybody I knew that I wanted to start this business and I had this business to help people find transformational clarity and overcome their biggest fears. I didn't even know, you know, there was really no strategy. I didn't have a great business plan, but that purpose got me off the ground and it helped me to quit a very good job without really a lot of income. I had some savings. I wasn't a fool. I made some wise decisions in the process, but it got me through. Focused and productive living, that's the second benefit. The third benefit is, and this is really important, is it makes you more attractive to others. And I'm not talking about physical attraction, I'm talking about it draws in the right clients. It draws in the right partnerships. It draws in the right companies and businesses. It makes you more attractive to others. It lights you up. We have, over Christmas in Wichita, where I live, people kind of go off, and decorate their houses over the holidays here. I think because it's cold and we don't have a lot of other things to do, but there's some cul-de-sacs in the area where I live that just do an amazing job with holiday lights. And sometimes you gotta wait in line to drive your car and they bring buses and all this into these cul-de-sacs to see. And the the cul-de-sac's so lit up, it's just attractive. It lights up. It's a boring kind of neighborhood. It's just a typical little neighborhood. It's nice, I mean, but some of these, you know, nothing fancy. You wouldn't think much about the houses. I mean, they're nice and well-kept, certainly nice lawns and things, but during the holidays, they just light up. And that's what a life purpose does. It just lights you up. It changes everything. And especially if we live there consistently, right there. And, you know, it draws the right people towards you. So makes you more attractive. So people will start to say, okay, I want to work with that guy. He knows where he's going. I want to to hire him. I want to follow him. I want to just be around him because he knows where he's going. He's got this purpose. It makes you attractive to other people. Even if you think of friendships, it draws the right friendships to you. And if you're single, your life purpose being clarified will draw the light, the, the right mate to you. It'll it'll attract the right people to you as you clarify it. Very big deal, hugely important, and I would like to think it's extremely fun to do this, to figure this kind of out. And so this is what I do is I help people do this, figure out their purpose to figure out what's next. How do I do that? Well, I'm going to give you some tools and some things you can focus on and think about right now as well. So some application here. One thing I do, and I'll link this in the show notes, is I help people to actually figure out 
their, their self-concept. So they get some clarity. And I have a worksheet, it's called My True Value. It's a self-concept worksheet. And I use this, have clients do this before they ever do any work on an actual life purpose statement because they have to do that timeline. They have to go back and kind of figure themselves out. So sometimes I'll have them do an in-depth timeline of their life and situations that they've gone through in their life that have been inspiring and even discouraging as well. But this worksheet, what it does, and you can think about it as three concentric circles, and in the middle there is gonna be is gonna be your calling. Okay, so one of those circles, which you can just do this on a whiteboard on a piece of paper, but the worksheet I link to will be a really great resource for you. But you fill it up, and this is your personality traits, this is your wiring. So, and it's some things that you put in there would be, you can use an inventory like the DISC or the Myers-Briggs or something like that that gives you some clarity as well. The Strong Career Assessment's a great one too. It gives you some idea of your wiring, things you're drawn to. And so, I mean, introvert, extrovert is one way you can think about this that people are familiar with, but there's so many other things to that. So things that just make you, you. I don't know what that is for you, but you fill it up with anything that comes to mind. Your wiring, however you put together. How are you put together? What <clears throat> do whatever it takes so to figure that out. And it could be your quirks, it could be your natural tendencies, your vulnerabilities, emotional characteristics. Are you really sensitive about certain things? Are you naturally analytical and inquisitive? Are you naturally goofy? Are you always looking for the joke? Are you always kind of pointing out what's really going crazy in the world or what's wrong? Are you naturally zeroing in on what's the potential or things like that? What are your strengths? You know, the strengths finder, those are things too you can look at. So how are you put together? How are you wired? That's one of those circles. The second thing is what draws your attention naturally. So hobbies, interests, passions, lifelong goals and dreams, things that you've always wanted to do, things you've always, where places you've always wanted to go. What draws your attention? What kind of books do you read? What are the things you zero in on, especially when you're relaxed and in the zone and chilling out and that kind of stuff. So just write down and put in that circle all those things. What draws your attention? The third thing is life experiences. So we don't go through things that are just random. I believe everything has, and it contributes to our purpose. Even the bad things that we've gone through, the families we were raised in. I've met people that have been raised in very difficult situations. And they can simply discount that and say, well, I just had a bad deck of cards dealt to me. Or they can say, well, this meant something and this is gonna to contribute to what's next. And this is something I should get clarity on because it has meaning. I'm not just gonna discount this and throw it away. I'm actually gonna utilize it and apply it. And so those three circles, as you, as you complete them, is they're gonna give you some clarity. They're gonna help you to see things in a different way. They're gonna help move you in a different way. And so I also, just on that, there's really two, there's two good books that I wanna to link to in the show notes as well. that And there's other ones as well, but they're ones that I've utilized on multiple occasions with clients. And so I like how they're, they're structured and I like their user-friendly nature and I just find them helpful. And I'm sure you could find some things that are potentially as useful, but one of them's called, it's 48 Days to the Work You Love. It's by Dan Miller. And it was written maybe 15, 20 years ago. He's just got a great way of breaking things down. There's a workbook I would suggest that you get actually for both of these books, but that's that's one I really like. And the other one, another one is called Design Your Life. It's by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. And it's another one, it's in a workbook format as well, which I like these in workbook formats. So you can sort of zero in and then step back 
and write some things down. It has that journaling aspect, which is something that I think is essential as you figure this kind of stuff out. You slow down enough to journal and clarify. So both of those will be in the show notes. So, But that first step is, is those three concentric circles. So it's figuring out how to know yourself, filling those out. So that's one thing you can do to clarify your life purpose. And then I have a life purpose worksheet that I'm gonna link to in the show notes as well. So um, this worksheet has different steps to it. And the main thing I'm trying to get out for to help people get out of utilizing this worksheet is these on-purpose life experiences that we have. We have moments in our life where we are in the zone, where this is what we were made to do. This is what we are on earth to do. So these moments that you have they they'll come to you. I, I believe it or not, they will they will come to you as you really you can talk to somebody like me about it. You can talk to your friends and family. You can journal about it. You can just take the time to say, I'm gonna spend an hour reflecting and trying to figure out what those life purpose moments actually were. You don't want to overthink it, but they'll come to you if you allow the space in your life to actually have this happen. So some examples of on purpose in the zone moments for people. So I had a client recently say it was the first year of his marriage. Everything about that time was inspiring. He cut back on pretty much a lot of other areas of his life that were potentially distractions and really zeroed in on nurturing and maintaining that part of his life. And it was fun. It was enjoyable. It was inspiring. And just seeing just seeing him light up talking about that was inspiring to me. It was this moment where I believe he was just on purpose doing what he was made to do. Pretty cool. I've seen people describe becoming a mom as an on purpose situation. Had one client tell me that whenever he gets, well, actually it was a, it was, I've had multiple clients, but whenever they get to talk to people about addiction, um, and they've had their own struggles as well. That's an on-purpose moment. So they see that it comes from their struggles, their background, that they've had these struggles in their life and they get to help other people and, and to overcome the same kind of thing in their life. And so those addiction situations. So I know for me, an on-purpose moment was in college being the president of my fraternity. It just felt natural and I was terrified to do it, but had a great time, made wonderful friendships. And it just was a moment that I felt very natural and comfortable. Leadership position. So those will give you clues. You can actually get clues as well. And so I have people, first step is they identify 10 things they love. And then the second step there, this is the one worksheet is they identify 10 um, six on-purpose situations. Ten, ten things you love could be, you know, writing, running, your kids, teaching. So it gets them to start thinking about these things that they have always made a part of their life or often made a part of their life that they love. Then they identify the on-purpose situations. And then they identify words or phrases related to those on-purpose situations. So it could be teaching, leading, inspiring. It could be motivating, some kind of phrase. And then they whittle it down and they have, most clients have a tough time with this, but they write a statement basically based on those on-purpose situations and those words and phrases that describes what they believe at that moment is their life purpose. And then I like them to get it to 10 words or less so that it's something they could post on their wall. And I've had many clients do this where they've made a picture, they posted it on their wall. It's there to be viewed consistently so they don't forget. And so they have all these distractions in their lives and they come back again 
decision. They cut away the fluff and they zero in on this is what I was made to do. I'm going to say no to these other things. This is it. This is my calling. This is what I'm main. This is what I've been made to do with my life. So, another thing you can do, and this may not make a whole lot of sense, but this is the third application tool to figure out your life purpose is you can help people. You can just start serving. You start volunteering. You start giving your life away. And through that, I find, and I find that there's no other way to do this, to really clarify your purpose than to actually serve. So you may not know exactly what you're supposed to be doing, but you may have an idea. And it might be to be a volunteer at your church. It might be to volunteer at, a, at the food bank. It might be to do something with homeless people or kids or to volunteer in some random way that you never even thought could ever be an option, but some friend asked you to volunteer to be on the technical team for some kind of organization or some event that it's really not even a cause you're passionate about, but you got the invite and you say, okay, I'm gonna be open to whatever might actually happen. And then through those experiences, I find that people find that they're inspired by things they didn't realize they were gonna be inspired by. So they're helping people. I like to go to 12-step meetings, and one of the guys at a recent 12-step meeting, he summarized it like this. You know, if you want to you want to figure things out in your life, and guy's in his 70s and um, a lot of life experience, um, and, you know, had gone through a lot, so I'd struggle with, with addiction, uh, alcoholic um, history, and was basically saying, and had been sober for many years, but saying, you know, here's what you got to do, Adam. You got to trust God. You got to clean house, you know, you got to clean out your junk, figure out all this stuff, clean house, and then you got to help others. Those three things you do them, you're going to be, you're going to be okay, that kind of thing. And it makes a whole lot of sense. Trust God, let go, trust God, clean house, and then help others. Trust God, clean house, and help others. So thanks for tuning in today. Um, Here's a few things you can do if you found this helpful. Well, one is you can subscribe to this podcast and let other people know about it. So give me a review, share something that was helpful, email me with some questions at adam at decideyourlegacy.com about life purpose, about finding that next thing in your life. Whatever you wanna do, um, I'd love to respond and I'll give you some more feedback. Another thing you can do is I have a course, if you found this helpful, where you can dig in deeper. I've designed it just for this purpose, to help you figure out your life purpose, to help you figure out a plan for your future. It's called Tune Up for Life. And the entire course, there's a 40 plus page workbook. There's two hours of videos. There's time for self-reflection. You can go with it through a friend, which I often suggest because you can help bounce ideas off of each other as you go through the material. Highly, highly suggest that. It's called Tune Up for Life. There's gonna be a link in the show notes to this podcast. Please also subscribe to my newsletter at decideyourlegacy.com. I'll give you some free great guides and gifts, but that one thing, if you found this interested, is interesting, well, consider purchasing Tune Up for Life. Um, I think you'll find it extremely helpful extremely helpful and it'll give you the inspiration, especially if you invest some of your time and energy and money into this, to actually clarifying it on your own. There you go. So you make a decision. If something today was inspiring and helpful for you, make a decision today. Don't wait. Don't put it off. You make a decision. 
And if you do, if there was one thing, and I, this is the question I ask clients at the end of every session is, you know, what one thing was most useful to you? That's the thing you're gonna wanna apply from today. But don't wait, do it today. You make a decision, you decide your future, you decide your legacy. You decide, nobody else. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Bye-bye. This show is part of the ICT Podcast Network. 